Welcome back to Adventuring 101, where four misfits across Faerun try to get through Adventuring University. Hosted by the media group, Beholder Our Adventure. The Orcapod, as well as all the other first-year adventuring students, got access to the Magic Museum and the Monster Zoo that Luna and Marin now are somewhat semi-employed as well. Kazuma and Brightclaws finally wanted to figure out who is the rightful owner of this magic cylinder that they found in the tree a while, a while back ago. And also figure out who has true martial supremacy in the Fight Club ring. This episode is a special one because this is the first time we are going to introduce a guest on our show. This is very exciting. This episode is called Deck of Many Fools, Part 1. everybody hey hey once again welcome to adventuring 101 this fabulous here DD podcast where four misfits from across the forgotten realms uh, attend what is basically more or less adventuring university as per usual i am your dungeon master robbie thompson uh, and uh we are we have a, a little bit of a special episode for you today and we're gonna show you that uh why very soon but first, we'll move into the regularities of the show with uh, playing Kazuma is Steven Mercer. Hello, everyone. It's me once again. And I am excited to see how this fight goes out because Brightclaws has been on my side for a little too long. But <laughs> maybe, maybe, I don't know. Let's see how it turns out. Because maybe Love will win at the end. Maybe the true destruction of your friends is the friends that we made along the way. That does what? Okay, okay, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll roll with that. That's funny. Okay, cool. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Next, we have Tyler McElwem playing Marin Macus. Yes, um, I'm not paying any attention to the fight because I just found a really swank ass room behind a secret wall, and I'm 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 excited to see where this goes. Like, screw those guys. This is way more interesting. Yeah, it's got a, uh, a secret window looking out into Fight Club. You can see Kazuma and Brightclaws currently duke, duking it out as a relative term. I mean, I could do that. Or I could look at anything else. That too. Then, of course, next we have uh, playing uh, Luna Sage is Amanda Stewart. Hello, it's a pleasure to uh, be talking to you here. Uh, I'm Luna Sage, and I'll be trying to figure out what I want to do right now, today. You know what? I uh, I sympathize with that energy more than I would care to admit. Hmm. And then nextly, we ha- but not finally, we have Elliot Luke Grace Wilson playing Bright Claws. My setup is refurbished, and I just hope nothing blows up. Yes. Um, I'm I'm coming out clear, aren't I? Yes, you are. All right, good. Nothing's blown up yet. Oh, right. if it's my sweet boy, it's all going well. Thank you. It just took us about four episodes for you to do that. 
Yeah. That's fine. Don't worry, that psychology bill will not be forwarded to you. Quick, somebody find me uh, some confetti. Uh, I gotta have a party. <laughs> yeah, just do it directly into the mic. Yeah, that would be fun. Unfortunately. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. All right. Enough for me. And then we have a special guest with us, uh, pulled from whatever eldritch realm that Elliot taps into. Uh, I am pleased to welcome uh, Zenith Maldrin, playing as Milo, to our next couple sessions here. How you doing, Zenith? Oh, I am, I'm doing great. Um, I am really excited to do this. Uh, hi, I'm, well, Zenith. I'm a professional voice actor on YouTube at the moment. <sighs> yeah. uh, yes, I'm playing a tiefling who is a half monk half rogue mostly in the monk mostly monk oh god yeah yeah excitement excellent yeah. see you are now part of adventuring 101 you could be in any other podcast but you've been in this one the best <laughs> dnd podcast ever anyone yeah. wants to, anyone wants to disagree with me they can fight me no, no, I haven't listened to a lot of DD podcasts, so I'm just going to assume that this is a really, really amazing one, which it is. It is. Oh, thank you. Oh, I'm excellent. Sorry. All right, we'll forward you that check very soon, there, Zena. <laughs> <laughs> What's your PayPal uh, again? Wait, did I say I was a tiefling? Yes, I did say. It was yeah, I'll, I'll forward that pay, pay, PayPal money to you right now. It was, uh, it was uh, five bucks an hour, right? Last name of Chrysos, <laughs> but that won't be brought up. At which may or may not mean something. Who knows? Gosh. All right. All right. All right. Um, okay. Aside from pain Zenith, I think we are pretty well prepared. <laughs> Excellent. Yes. All right. Uh, All right. So we will uh, calmly dive back into where we last left you guys. So if you recall last time, uh, you know, you guys got back into the regular school vibe. Uh, it's after midterms, so you guys are kind of doing your thing. Uh, you know, Marin may or may not have pledged himself to Satan, but we have yet to see. And what is uh, basically going on is uh, Kazuma got fed up of Bright Claws, so he decided that they would go into Fight Club and just start kicking the ever-loving you-know-what out of each other. Uh, Bright Claws proceeded to attempt to do what I can only describe as like a 4D chess plan, tried to scare and used his, uh, his stand, as it were, to his Echo Knight stand to uh, try to confuse Kazuma, which that whole debacle has ended up with Bright Claws attaching himself to the ceiling while he leaves his stand to fight Kazuma on the ground. Yeah. Uh, Luna is on the sidelines trying to figure out what the hell to do, um, which I think is a very valid reaction to this situation because, like I said, it's just Bright Claws attached to the ceiling and Kazuma screaming at him from below. Uh, however, Marin got a little bit of a spidey sense tingle, his Satan sense, as it were. Uh and found a secret room behind Fight Club. And this secret room is, uh, to describe it, uh, it is laid with lavish furniture, uh, 
It's fully stocked with wines and snack trays of the finest craft. There's a giant owlbear rug that sits in the middle of the room. It looks like a really, really nice viewing parlor, which is definitely exactly what it is, because there is a one-way window that goes out and views Fight Club from here. Uh, and of course, uh, you guys, the rest of you not in this room cannot see it because the other side, Marin has discovered, is disguised to look like the rock face. Ah, so well, yeah. So we will cut to Marin looking at this uh, whole space right now, whilst uh, what you see, Marin through the gla- glass, as I described, is Kazuma screaming at Bright Claws while he's attached to the roof. And Luna just sitting on the sidelines, kind of, I, I would assume, rubbing her temples or something. What do you think, Luna? Pretty much in trying to figure out where Marin is. Right now, she's confused. Valid. So, Marin, uh, what do you do in this, this little space here? Uh, so, yeah, what's in here? I'm assuming there's, like, the couch looking out to the one-way window. You said that there's the wine and the platters. Uh, what else is there? Uh, there's a giant owlbear rug that yeah. is uh, in one of the more predominant things in this room. Uh, there's nothing, apart from this being a secret room, there's nothing particular that stands out to you as weird. So this okay. is basic, basically like a Rogers Arena slash like private room, like you have a bar and everything? Exactly. Okay. Um, well, in that case... I'm just going to take a seat and uh, grab one of those bottles of wine real quick. Cool. Are you going to investigate the space at all? Or you're just going to chill out. Actually, I do kind of want to check out that rug a little bit. Like, is it like an ancient thing or is it rather new? Uh, it looks very well maintained. It's not, you can't really tell how old it is, but it is a full on owl bear. It covers most of the room. Mm. Actually, what I just want to check, is there any way I can see if this has been used recently? Like any, is there dust anywhere? Oh, yeah. Is there any like uh, hand marks of I don't know someone smearing cheese on the uh, couch or something? Give me a investigation check, and you can do it at advantage. Sixteen. Excellent. That is the exact DC you need. So uh, your Satan sense tangles a little bit there, Marin, and you have the uh, the insight to move this rug a little bit. And what you find under the rug is a giant red pentagram carved in the floor. That sounds about right, yeah. <laughs> okay. What's What's more is that this pentagram is warm to the touch. Oh. See, now, I may, have, may or may not have sold my soul at some point, but I'm not an expert on pentagrams just yet, so... Uh, was is this warm to the touch? Does that mean it's uh, recently used, or is that just something that pentagrams are? Uh, you can make me an arcana check. It's not a huge DC, but uh, since you're not a specialist, that would be an arcana check. That's an eleven. Um, you're not entirely sure, since this is your your first little introduction into Satanism. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, um, you wouldn't be surprised if it's either way, but you get the sense that it's whatever power it had previously is fading. Like, it's, uh, it's whatever it's been used for has been used. Okay. And recently. Um, hmm. uh, could I check my, like, the mark that I gave myself on my arm? Is that reacting at all? 
Uh, no, but it does look very similar. I will say also, as you're looking around this room, uh, near the pentagram under the rug, you find a little uh, concealed button under the wood. Oh. Well, how could I not press the button? Come okay. on. You press the button, and you see that part of the wall at the far side of the room opens up into a large walk-in closet. There's a secret room inside the secret room? Okay. You know what? Double secret room. I'm going to go in. Okay. This, uh, this space is a little stranger than this one. Uh, this is not a closet that is filled with conventional clothing. You see a lot of black robes in here. In addition to uh, some old-looking knives that look somewhat similar to the knife that you carved your symbol into yourself with along with what you can very well surmise are torture implements. Oh. Along with chalk and candles. That's not nearly as cool. What is this, like, one percenter nightclub thing going on? Like, what is... This is some weird shit going on. (laughs) Oh, and the black robes do definitely have pentagrams on them as well. Oh, Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Do they have animal faces on them, like, for mass? You know what? I didn't add that detail before, but hell yeah, they do. Are they skeletons, or are they just, like, really disturbing animal faces? Like they No, look... there's, there's, like, a mix. There's, like, a, a fox. There's a skeleton. Uh, but they're... No, I mean, like, skeleton animal faces. Like, is it, like, the skull of a bull, or is it just, like, a paper mache? It's more of, like, a macabre, or, um... What's what's the word? Like, with a... Like, a, if you go to a party and there's a uh, a bunch of masks on it. Like, ceramic. Or, like, a... Right? Sorry, Zenith, were you trying to say something? Masquerade? A masquerade? Yes, a masquerade. Thank you. Oh, I see. Okay. Oh, so you're going eyes wide shut thing going on, right? Maybe. That could be what this is. Yeah. Maybe these aren't torture devices. Maybe people just like to get kinky. I'm not. Yeah, Marin doesn't judge. He doesn't care. Hey, you should ask. You should roll if it's, it's, it's. You should do a history check if it's kinky or not. Yeah, you know, I'm going to avoid that one. Everybody um, <laughs> oh, stay bondage. Oh, going Jesus. To... What I am going to do, though. This is PG for two. You know, maybe we do thing. need Zenith just on this show permanently. Totally. Just so, you not know, even to play I a character. voice for the NPCs and stuff if you want me to. Hell yeah, because we, we can just have, <laughs> we can just have you exist and around. goblins to come up because I have a perfect voice for them. Oh, we already went uh, through the goblins. Damn it. We killed <laughs> goblins with X. Ex- no. But, uh, yeah, it's, so basically it's just like a weird uh, eyes wide shot system going on, but instead of faces of humans, it's animal mass. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to like stick my nose in, but oh, when I hear that, it's like I wanted to know more about it. All right. Uh, so me, yeah, I want to check to see how often this room is used. See if there's any uh, uh, make me a gathering dust here. around here. Survival is twenty four. Oh yeah, this was this room was re- used very recently, like within minutes of. Oh recently. dear. Oh, within minutes. And wow. with a survival check like that, uh, you kind of go out into the room and you realize that this whole space 
was used minutes, if not seconds, before your arrival. Oh. Well, I mean, if it was used minutes ago, they're probably not coming back for a while. So I'm, um, uh, after discovering this, I'm going to put this information in the back pocket because I can't really do much of this information right now. So I could, like, go report this, but that would feel like shooting myself in the foot. So I'm just going to... I am going to grab one of those bottles of wine and one of those platters. I'm just going to sit down and watch the rest of this fight, I suppose. Nice. Are you closing the secret door, by the way? Uh, yes. I will make sure to hide... Not really hide my presence, but make my presence not entirely obvious. Gotcha. Try my best not to drop any crumbs on the ground and stuff like that. So you're basically like one of those people who, who house watch, but you know, house sit, but you don't want to make a big mess, but you're just eating their food? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Perfect. So we will go back to uh, Marin Brightclouds and Luna. At the moment, as I've described many times previously, uh, Kazuma, you are on the ground sitting next to, uh, standing next to Brightclaw's echo stand, while Brightclaw's has attached to himself to the floor with his claws. Or sorry, the ceiling. Yes. I kind of want to, Luna wants to go and talk to uh, the organizer and see if there's any cheating going on to hopefully end this crazy cabacle. Yeah, you go up to uh, the referee uh, there, Luna, and you're kind of like, do you say anything specific to him? Or are you just kind of like, what's the deal with this? Is this legal? Yeah, pretty much. You see him, uh, this referee, scratching his head, this big orc dude. He's like, what? I don't... What? And he takes out his whistle and he go, and he whistles into it. So, and he, he puts up the T and says, all right, that's enough. This is ridiculous. What the hell is this? Cosmo looks at the uh, referee and he starts, to, he starts to act like the soccer players. He'd be like, what the fuck, ref? I was about to do something cool. And I had the high ground, damn it. Get down here, you'll have... You'll, you're again. I have the high ground! Uh, you me yeah, like that, like that guy said it down there. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, I, I, I look at the ref and I just start telling him, like, like, what the fuck? What, this isn't legal? This I can't was, be legal. I will make it legal. No, I'll you make, get down here. I'll make you dead if you don't give me that cylinder. Uh, listen here, Bright Claws. There's only one way they'll get you from not sticking my goddamn fist down your throat. Give me that cylinder. Um, Give me okay, that cylinder. Curious. Uh, where is my uh, echo currently positioned again right now? Next to Kazuma. Okay. Um, could I just position it so it's behind him? Uh, if you just kind of want to walk it over, yeah. Also, okay. uh, Zenith, no, so wait, I, I, I know what you're trying to do. I want to roll initiative just in case he's doing any funny business. I call the initiative up in here. I want, no, I want to make sure he's not doing any funny business here. If, there's, I know a, if there's an initiative, I will call it. Worry not. Uh, all right, then. I, I want to just tell the orc, be like, I want it. Like, what, what, are, you, what are you doing? Well, this is, this is clearly illegal. Like, well, this then, is magic. Then he's forfeit his position then. And he, I get, uh, then I get the cylinder. Well, it's, I mean, it's not entirely magic is the thing. I, I, I've never seen this before. Oh, come on, Bob. You've got to understand, this guy's being a, 
a tool. Like first of all, first of all, my name is Jerry. Second of all, I you know what I don't. This is this is ridiculous. All right. Oh, if, sorry. If, if I can. If sorry, I can... sorry, Jerry. Sorry, Jerry. I thought you were Bob, your twin brother. Oh. <laughs> tell, if tell I Bob. may uh, give input, how is this? Not allowed, but Mr. Key Monk Man gets to use his mystical mumbo jumbo. You oh, it's not really magic, and this thing was founded by the monk students. You ignorant, stupid cat. My key is possessed by myself. You and you. This is also my own innate powers. You got it because you messed, you fucked with Jello. Now give me back my. That's give me that cylinder. Debatable. Give me that cylinder. Referee. Is your life that's is that is your life that pathetic? You don't you don't give a cylinder to me. I need. Yeah. I, thought was, I thought this was going to be dinner and a show. I'm just getting an argument that I can't hear. All right, all right. No, but I'm oh, no, trying you to can, clarify. Referee, oh, man, you can hear everything. By the way, there appears to okay. be like some vents in here that allow you to hear the sound from within. All right, that referee. Might be worse. What what's the protocol behind any of these situations? It says something like this has had to have happened before in the past. Listen, yeah, um, you said your powers are kind of like key in that they're within you. Yeah, so you're natural. I haven't studied any arcane stuff. It just kind of poofs out of me, like, I don't... Um, okay, well, uh, I'm going to be honest. I don't really know how to approach this. I'm really sorry, guys, but I think we're going to have to call this as a draw. Cool. A draw. Yeah, oh, this. Oh, I'm you can. Oh, that. or more of just a not a draw, but like a disqualification on the because we can't really have the match going on, so uh, it's going to be tied. Sorry, guys. Hurt, this is going to hurt my ratings. And I look at Bright Claws, be like, No, nah, no, nah, you'll be fine. Don't worry. It's what 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 you're going to do. This is the first time somebody's used an Echo Knight with them on these fights. Uh. When you have first instances, you know you got to make the rules then, and you know it couldn't. Nobody could have seen what would have happened. Give me my money back. Yeah, you guys will all have your bets returned as normal. And uh, sorry, guys, but we're gonna have to draft some new rules up for some right. of this. Oh, by the way, by the way, we we should do uh, wizard fights if we're gonna do if we're to just. Oh no no no! Up. That's too dangerous. Oh yes. well, just you can't put a magic barrier up. You, st- <laughs> I'm just like <laughs> looking and I'm like. Bright Claws, I need that cylinder. Do you understand me? You're telling me you guys don't share your magic items like a normal party? No, he has uh, a magic cylinder that I need to save someone. I don't even know what this is for, honestly. Just give it to me. I need to save it. I need to save Argon. Okay. I give it to Kazuma. God. You, you know, you could have just told me that before. You... Wait, hold up. I don't think you've actually mentioned you needed it to save anyone. I didn't want to tell you it because you just probably fuck it up. Now, okay. Now now Robbie is going to do the tea. Didn't you give the cylinder to Barthanax? No, I gave it. You. All right. I can hear myself through Amanda a little bit. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I need to yell so loud. All right. I I gave the cylinder to Brightclaws for oil, but he never did that for the last months for anything. He didn't do anything to bring it back, so I'm gaining it back. Well, yeah, he broke it. He broke. He broke it. Promise. So I'm promise. gaining it back. 
I'm thinking now, I'm, something happened with Barthanax. I, I, I'm Barthanax just, here. Oh, you. Okay, I am ninety percent sure Barthanax. Like I, I've been having trouble, like you know, with everything. No, else I've, been, I've been, I've been, I've been following along here. Elliot, the Bright Claws went to see Barthanax as like a magical assessment before the Necromancer. So yes. basically, oh, he is he he. So the the Beholder didn't know anything because he couldn't read anything off of it. So he yes. didn't mention anything about. The underground or nothing. What so, I want to, yeah, but Barthanax, I'm pretty sure has the cylinder. No, he doesn't. Ah. Anyways, so Elliot, you have the cylinder. Congratulations. I gave cylinder to Kazuma because he asked and he needed for something important, which really is all I need to hear. I look at Bright Claws. He says, "Listen here, I've been dealing with." so much shit lately and I'm thinking you're going to kill me one day aren't you I don't see why I would are you going to kill me anything that's listen I uh, Cosmo sits down and tries to grab a he just uh, like he looks like he needs a drink Luna puts in and says you should say uh, sorry to uh, 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 Bright Claws for not trying to be his friend but think about this if you two were friends, then we'd be able to be more productive. He tried yeah. to... Okay. Cosmo just, like, he cla- like he just puts his hands together and just what be like... What I'm trying to say is maybe a pact might be in... Like, uh, uh, you two agree to a, cer- a certain distance or rules as a friendship thing? Okay. Bright Claws, listen. Yes. And it- all right, we're all where we'll we will go to the t- we'll go to the tavern. I have something that I've been thinking up in my brain, but I need to do something for you. Are you like crazy, or you want like what is your goal here? You never told me, and just be straight with me. Just give me a straight answer. Goal is I don't really have one. I'm just here for the experience. You just here for the meme? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I wondered here. Oh, did I release the meme. It was interesting. What's that funny and voice? Now I am with you guys because you guys are friends, and it was ordained. So, and you know, also to fulfill the will of the elder cats and see to it that the great yarn does not become unraveled and discover the nonsense that hath been afflicting us. Yeah, I I'm here to gain one thing: is to get enough power. To crush anyone in my way, yes, uh, and, and 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 to, and and I want to just have a life with her, and I'm just gesturing to Luna, away from all like I, just to have a normal like I just want to get powerful enough so nothing bad we can just destroy anything that will try to ruin our peace. Um, at this point, the orc referee uh, Luna he turns to you and he's like, "What the fuck is up with this guy?" Yeah, like he doesn't he say it, but he gives you the agitated. gesture. He's like, they both can. They <laughs> don't really see eye to eye that much. That's unfortunate. All right. Well, anybody, anyways, everybody, sorry that I had to conclude this way, but uh, get out. Uh, we gotta, we gotta clean up the space now. All right. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna. I'm gonna talk to uh, uh, Eli Kubrick about some ideas about this place to spice it up. And he walks away. Mm-hmm. Like there and- should be death traps. 
Yeah, and and a and we might also have a tight wire with a with a gelatinous cube on the bottom. And why stop there, ghosts? Yes, no. See them coming. Also, also, we will have skeleton fights. Oh, that would be fun. Although magic, what? You know what, bright claws? Yeah, I think I'm starting to like you now. Wow. Although, okay. Wait, where's Marin? Who knows? Um. Once that, once so the yeah. fight's been called, uh, Marin's going to take that as a sign to leave, so I'm going to take one extra bottle of wine and sort of shove it in my robes, and then I'm going to uh, make take my leave and uh, sort of try to sneak my way back into the crowd. Alright, I'd like you to make a stealth check there, Marin. Do you, do you have the bag of holding with you all the time, or is it just only, in the, only you bringing out two excitements? Um, I believe... I'd probably just keep that in my robes, actually. Yeah, like, do you just not, carry it I'm with not, you? I'm, yeah, I just, it's also under my robes. But I'm not putting the bottle of wine in there. I'm putting that in the other side of my robes. Okay, I just don't know if you carry that with you, or it's just in the dorm room. Oof, stealth check was a seven. All right, you uh, open up the secret and exit to this place, and you close it back up again. And then you, uh, you start walking down the hallway until you accidentally bump into Roberto Jansen. He goes, oh, where the hell did you come from? Oh, you know, just wandering about. Was that a, was that a secret door I just came saw you coming out of? Oh, of course not. <laughs> I'm 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 ninety percent sure that was a secret door. Well, you can look for yourself. There's no secret door there. It's just a rock wall. Okay. Uh, he goes over. He finds the button instantly, and he opens the door. Where did that come from? <laughs> oh shit! And he looks and he's like, "Oh shit, it's awesome in here." All right, I'm I'm gonna ch- I'm gonna like not so gently shove him in and then try to close the door behind him just so I can like talk to him like fa- like personally without anyone interrupting. Would be like, "Look, don't fucking tell anyone about this." All right. Hey, hey, man, you don't have to worry. I'm cool. How'd you find That's this place? They all say. I found it by accident. It was kind of, I didn't want to deal with the fight, so I was sitting out here and accidentally uh, leaned up against this button. Door opened. Here I am. They got food. They got wine. They got it's cushy seating. They got this rug. It's great in here. So don't tell anyone, all right? This will be our secret. Of course. Of course. I have one thing for this place. Does it have prosciutto? Does it have like a tray of like sliced meats and cheese? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Sweet. All right. I just, I, I, you have to have a prosciutto brack or something. Yeah, all right. So Roberto will inspect the space. Uh, he does not appear to find the horrible things in it, but um, he's all good. So with that, you guys rejoin. You all get your bets back that you originally bet. Uh, and can uh, kind of just make your way back to the dorms. Uh, Kazuma, you have the weird cylinder thing in hand. Uh, one way or another, one one way or another, through retcon or not, I don't know. You guys have the cylinder. Yes. I as Maybe. Steven, I Steven, I'm swear the okay. Besides that, um I think uh I think I'd rather take you guys to the bar for a minute because I want to explain a plan. I was about to suggest that too for 
not those reasons, but other reasons that I believe are equally as important. All right. Well, yes, because we need a. Pri I have a. I have a solution and a and an end goal. All right. Well, while you guys are you go into the night to the tavern, we will cut to Milo. Milo, you are in the midst of uh, well, something that a uh, place you'd rather not be. Will you tell us? I was in the cellar again. How many times have I been here? It was countless at this point. Yet every time I was here, I always felt the creeping sensation of dread come up my spine. And just like before, I noticed the temperature of the room go up. As the heat rose up, I smelled something burning and noticed a light coming from outside the cellar door. Getting brighter and brighter as the heat and smell of what I can only describe as burning wood and flesh continued to grow. I couldn't stand the heat and the smell anymore, taking off my cloak and covering my nose, gagging and feeling dizzy. And then I hear them. The screams. From outside the cellar door, I heard screams of agony. The people on the other side screaming my name, begging for me to let them in as the heat, light, and smell got stronger. No! No, this isn't real, I said, closing my eyes, trying to block out the screams as they continued to call my name and beg for me to help them. Stop! Make it stop, please! I screamed, not wanting to hear them, begging for this to end. Please! Stop! And then, silence. I then wake up in a cold sweat, taking deep breaths as I reel back to reality. I noticed what felt like tear streaks falling down my face wiping my eyes, and getting up from the bed I was on. I was ready for the day, or whatever time it was. And as you awaken in your cold sweat, rubbing your eyes and trying to get your bearings once again, <sighs> you find yourself in what you realize to be a very makeshift jail cell. You're not, you're not exactly sure where you've been brought, but... Uh, you do know what happened to lead you here. You were trying to break into the museum at the academy and nearly got there. You nearly got the precious, precious Almost magic items inside. Got it. Oh, shit. <laughs> yes. Before the magical casings petrified you and uh, you have been thrown into... What looks to have been maybe like an area where they stored large animals at one point, uh, and they kind of just threw you in here with a bed. Uh, and there's currently a... Uh, there's no guards in the room, but you have none of your stuff, none of your equipment or gold or these tools or anything, uh, apart from your clothing on your back. <sighs> well, shit. Okay. Um, well, let's see if the door is locked. It is very locked. And then the Lord of Tamriel enters and he asks you, no. You <laughs> <laughs> ah, stole my joke. No. no. You're, fine. You're finally awake. I did it. I said it first. <laughs> Burial. No, I'm doing the I'm doing the oblivion joke. Those uh caught you crossing the border. No, that's right? a different one. Ah, uh, I know. I did that with you. I was what's a traveler like you until I took an arrow to the knee. Okay. All right, all of you die. Um, <laughs> this is fair. This is fair. Very fair. Very fair. So right. 
uh, as you're kind of meddling with the door there, Zena, or uh, Milo. Get over, you piece of shit. Fuck. Uh, you hear a hey from uh, that echoes a little bit throughout the room. The guard room is this uh, kind of wide open space. Uh, perhaps it might have been like a, some sort of presentation area. At some point, you're not really sure. You don't really know where you are other than underground or in some sort of large stone room. But this guard comes in uh, clad in chain mail with a mace at their hip, uh, a wood elf woman. Uh, and she says, hey, what the hell's going on? Oh, well, um, well, as you can see, I'm, isn't it obvious I'm stuck in this frickin' jail cell and I want out? She, uh, cocks an eyebrow to you and says, yeah, I know. Hey, uh, you did pretty well with that, uh, uh, attempted break-in, I gotta say. Oh, well, thank you. I, uh, didn't actually set it up. It was all improvisation. But I'd say it was pretty successful. Well, I need a little help with something, and uh, if you're willing to help me, I'd be happy to break you out. All right, what's the deal, Woodwart? So, uh, for sake of secrecy, uh, we will cut back to everybody else. And Zenith, you got what I sent you, right? Yeah, that's the mission thing. Yes. So, uh, what I will do, I will ask everybody uh, that is not you and I to uh, leave this channel and you and I can have this uh, little conversation and we'll edit this little bit out. Uh, Or at least everybody can put themselves on mute and I'll put in, you know, when you guys can rejoin. All right. So, Zenith, this. Wood Elf Woman says, well, you see, what I would like you to do is kind of do exactly what you just did. Uh, Try to break into the museum. But uh, my friends and I... Sorry, Sorry, what's the but? I'm waiting for it. There's usually a but in these deals. Oh, yes, there is. Well, the button in your case is actually quite beneficial. You see, we can give you the means to not get turned to stone again. And you can keep whatever you steal. All you have to do is not be a little snitch. All right. Uh, all right. All right. I'll do, I'll do as you ask. One question, though. What exactly am I stealing? Actually, nothing in particular. Uh... We have something else going on that we would like people to avoid. So, you, uh, along with a friend of ours, are going to serve as mm, insurance. And what? Insurance. Insurance. Yes. Oh. Don't worry, though. Uh, We can't really provide support in the conventional way. But, and she looks around, she looks behind her, makes sure that nobody's watching. She pulls out a sack and she holds in her hands a pair of gloves and a paper scroll. And it says, these will help you steal anything you want from the museum's archives. Anything you want and you can keep it. We have, we have no care for the stuff in there, believe it or not. 
Oh, this is going to be fun. Oh, yes. Furthermore, you uh, impersonated a student when you came in here, which is excellent. You've shown that you can do that. I read all... Sorry, go ahead. Impersonated? Oh, yeah. I forgot who he was. Probably somebody nobody knew. But anyway, this is going to be fun. Oh, yes. So you're going to help break our friend out of uh, a different kind of jail. Uh, And you're going to do that so wonderful impersonation of yours. You see, you're going to go into this little jail with us. And uh, you're going to act as if you're unconscious. And then whoever you find, you're going to sucker up to them and act like you're just a student who uh, is uh, not the most experienced. And you're going to have them take you to the museum. And all will be well. You might also find some help as well with our friend that we're releasing. Well, let's see. Suckering up to someone, acting unconscious. Wow, this mission sounds like a piece of cake. Okay. Now, get me out of this jail cell. We will do so on the night of the breakout. Don't worry. You have my thieves' honor. Okay, I guess it's a deal. Shake hands. She shakes your hand. Um, you get the sense that not only is, I mean, she's thievy, so there's obviously not something quite right with her, but you get the sense that she's not who she says she is. <laughs> Whatever, Woodwart. The deal's a deal. Of course. Uh, I'm so totally going to betray you behind your back. Oh, <laughs> uh, what? No. Oh, 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 uh, nothing, nothing. It's fine. Of course. And uh, she say, right. Tomorrow night. Just be ready. Oh, I will. Uh, it's going to be boring in here, though. But I'll find a way to pass the time. Uh, draw on sticks or something. You'll be fine. And she saunters out of the room. And with that, she will leave you in this jail cell. Sorry, go ahead. That thing I just said all according to cake, Haku. <laughs> exactly. Just according to cake. Y'all are back together, and uh, we'll cut to back to you guys in the tavern. All right. Do I see Carl? Uh, I'd say Carl's probably, like, helping to serve drinks. He's got a broom in his hand. He's, you know, just helping out generally around. Okay, I look. I, I look at Carl and I wave him to. I wave him to, like to gesture to come close. He'll uh, he'll come close. Like, hey, what's up, guys? Hey, um, what are you a are you a janitor now? Yeah, basically, they tell me that uh, I got to prove my worth up here first before I actually register for next year. Is this to help you pay off a tuition or something? I mean, they are paying me, so I assume so. I just haven't registered for school yet. I'm kind of stuck here, actually. I think. Steve, uh, Kazuma looks at uh, Carl, and do I feel pity? Like, should I feel pity, or like, does he look? That's like, up to you. I, I have somewhat of a pity look. Like, I see this hairless ape, neckbeard, mopping the floor, and basically, like, we promised him to, like, he would become a better person here, but being just treated like as a, a slave wage. And Kazuma's like, "I'll help you out for something, but you owe me." Do you understand, Carl? I owe you. I'll help you out. Just you're gonna owe me after what I'm gonna do for you. Uh, okay then. Just 
All right, just give us a plate of chicken tendies and uh, two pitchers of beer. Uh, I'm not allowed to serve food yet. I don't have my food safe. Oh, okay, that's important. But, you know, just wash your hands for 30 seconds. It's not that hard. It's not that hard at all. I'll tell them your order. All right, yeah, and all right, we can get a booth. Yeah, you guys can easily get a booth. All right. And do we see the Valcor Four or Tim the the Tim's team? I'll say that you say uh, you see both of those groups for sure. They're just hanging Perfect. out. Perfect. I need that after. I need them for a minute. So, all right, we all sit down in the booth, right? And we wait for our order. Of course, chicken tendies and beer and whatever else you desire comes. All right. What does any of you guys want? Um, I'll just take a water for now. I I would. I would like to know if there's anything with the nip in it in the menu, or alternatively, uh, to the degree in which they have accepted my Tabacquix uh, branding merchandising opportunity and see how well they have incorporated it into the menu after my previous sales pitch oh, to it them. It is a regular thing on the menu now. Yes. It's, it's in oh, photo. Shit. Isn't uh, in the soda section? Yeah, it's in the soda section. It is marked a full silver higher than all the rest of the drinks. Wow. Dang, yo. Yeah, how much like... uh, How much am I going to make on the merchandising? They, uh, better, they better not stiff me. I need to do the Tabaxic man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I don't want to see that fan art. <laughs> right. I am both inventor and mascot. Bow oh, to my oh, supreme Your is the mascot. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and, and it, it's, its powers just sticks his hand and it does a. Sound. Oh yeah! You might find yourselves with some official fan art, uh, bright claws. Ooh. Okay. So we also here's the question, Zenith. Can we hire you to do a tabaxi commercial? <laughs> tabaxi? Uh, sure. For wait for what? Basically, I made a uh, soda. That also heals you in this universe, in like alchemy class or whatever. I was just messing around and I sold the recipe to this Are you eating? place. Oh, yeah, bagel. Don't no, eat in the microphone. I thought, I thought it would be thematically appropriate. We're in the tavern. Huh? Uh, sorry, sorry. Um, back on track. Um, you want me to make a name? Okay. Didn't know the name of the recipes. Are you talking about the mascot or like the drink itself? The drink. I named it Tabasquick. It's like next quick, but with tabacs in the beginning. Tabasquick, it'll heal you right up. There that you is, go. There that you is go. a great slogan. All right. Um, so we got our orders, right? Like, does Luna and Bright Claws, do you guys get what do you like? Everybody gets what they want. All right, then. Do they have well done? Okay, you know how like you get a bucket of chicken in some places? Yep. I want that. But well done, seasoned, and just chef's kiss, perfectly uh, spiced, uh, grilled field mice. And I'll pop them into my mouth, because I, I am a cat. I need, say, I need to say this. I need to say this. Got a bucket of chicken! Yes. Popcorn mice. Got a bucket of mice. Okay. So this is the thing I've been waiting for months in real life, but this is Kazuma. He's like, he sits down and gets the meals and he's like, all right, I have a plan. How about you guys want to go back down the deep again? Because I yeah. was thinking of going back down there again. And I think um, Argon needs our help. 
fairly certain oh. I was called an idiot for ever wanting to go down there in the first place. Yeah, well, this is my plan, and my plan will be better because you just wandered in. I, Mr. Big Brain here, and I have plan. I have big plan. Oh, because, ho, ho. all right. Because we're not wandering in. We're setting ourselves up. We're gearing ourselves up. We're gaining. We're being thick with gear and shit and powers. And we're going we're gonna to go down there deep. And we're going to save Argon. You didn't want to save Argon because you, you, we didn't know it. But he needs our help. And I can feel it in my bones, in my tail. Yes, my tail is writhing with anticipation I, of I finally think, crushing that. I don't that. like the, how you use that word. My tail is just quaking. My tail is quaking. No, you know cats say, my tail is throbbing. Yeah. No, don't no. do that. Cosmo's tail, is, <laughs> my Cosmo's tail is twitching thinking about this. All right. No, I, 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 lashing I, around I, excitedly. There, right. There's another descriptor you can use. All right. So my plan is quite simply, I'm the I'll, I'll be the I'm the leader of this because okay. I will be the leader. Sure. In this cylinder, I will find a way to open it and see what's inside it. This is my thing. But the thing is, we need to do. You guys have also plans, Marin. You like monsters, right? Because you're a ranger. I mean, that's not the only reason I like monsters. He like right, gestures towards his huge book. Yeah. Well, that's, like, yeah. You just want yeah, yeah, I guess you're kind of right. You just want to be the next. Uh, you just want to be in Penguin, Penguin Publishing, do you? Ah, uh, Penguin. Uh, mm, you mean that publishing was... company up north? Yeah, yeah. At uh, at Frostwind Dale. Ah, Penguin. Uh, not not as much publisher as writer, but you know, you're not too far off the mark. It's best to be a publisher and writer, so you get okay. Besides that, your job. I need you to do this: is to research what's down below. You you make sure you get you make sure we have an understanding of what's down under this mountain. That is your job. You will research every little bit and figure it out. All right, that's so, not too bad. Yeah, and another thing, I don't um, figure out any weaknesses as well because knowledge, knowledge is half the battle. Luna, knowledge is power. The and other half is extreme violence. All right, after that extreme violence. Now, Luna, I need Luna, you. I need you to do me a favor. We're mm-hmm. going to see about you. You are you, you have that wizard's book, right? Yes. You're deciphering it, right? Yes. All right. right, Robbie? Mm-hmm. All right, your job is to decipher that book and contact their former, like this this wizard's former group and also anyone who's messenger, messaged it. Like, this is Stephen saying, this is Stephen's point saying to Amanda, in that book, there's a guy named Battlebeard. He's a dwarf. So maybe contact him and any any party members or someone like that to get an understanding about this wizard and and more about this book. Also, a little side thing. See if you can get the Valcor 4 and Tim the Annihilator's team to go down the Baldur's Gate. Was it Baldur's Gate boys? The Baldur Bunch. The Baldur Bunch. We were gonna see. I will I was let's have some fun with this. We see about a competition of going down there first. How's okay. that? Okay, but we need it. You you should go up and ask those the Velcor four. I don't think they're gonna listen to me, but you didn't. I think they listen to you more than listen to me. You're the bard, and I'm the one. And Velcor sicked his. Listen, I didn't do anything wrong to Velcor. He sicked his goons on me after I made a mistake by kicking his wine. I made well, the, the mistake. Thing is, is that 
if you, you you have a little bit of a niche uh, nick going on with him, so if it was a competition, he'd feel more inclined to do it if it was with you. And Cosmo kind of does this like like little boy face, but how about you can help me with it? You know, you and I can go and talk to them because I'm a little nervous. Okay. And I'll Tim. I'll go with you, but I won't speak, uh, tell them anything. But could you just help me? Yeah. All right, thank you. And he does like the wink, like like thank you so much. And bright claws, I can see yes. that you're making the you're making the money. You're making the you're making the Benjamin. You're making the do- the gold here. You're I, being yes. fat fat stacks like a red dragon. It is delicious right. and tasty. Book see, product he, and money. So your job is to buy us magical items. Scrolls. Okay. Give us the ability to see in the darkness. Anything like that. Dark vision, goggles. You don't have dark vision. <laughs> no. You know, you know. I don't know why. Dragonborns just seem to get the short, got the short end of the stick. And I hope someone revamps it someday. Mm. Uh, maybe one day. Revamps the entire race of the world? That seems like a difficult task. Oh, uh, well, maybe a That's wish. That's why we have God. Imagine getting, the, imagine getting a wish spell and you wish that all Dragonborn had dark vision. That's what I want to do one day. <laughs> Just to be like, but your job is the money. All right. Um, okay. One suggestion for getting the Valkor 4 to uh, go into the uh, mine. I don't think or, it's a mine. I think it's a dungeon. I think it's like mine, a... Mine, dungeon. My society has no concept of these things. It's potato, potato to me. Okay. It was a potato, but mm. a miserable pile of secrets. It's what, it's it's. What is a man? Uh, what is that funny uh, voice around? Ah, uh, don't listen to Brain Ghost. Okay. Like I said it's a ghost, Cosma. Uh, yeah. Cosma drinks uh, a beer a little faster. Like, okay. Yeah, as uh, I was saying with Valkor, all we have to do to get them to go there is tell them they're wimps for not going there. And that, well, we can easily go in there and get out. And we've already done it before. And they definitely, definitely could never in a million years do it. And I'm guessing their egos will make them, you know, go exactly. right in there. Exactly. Planned. Ego meow. is a very powerful tool now. Meow, 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 meow. Uh, but the most major thing is we've been doing fairly well together. But I want to do one thing. He puts his hand. He put. He puts his hand in the middle of the table. Are we all in this together? Yep. Sure. And he looks at Bright Claws. Are you guys hands on top of Cosmos? Come My on. My hand would be on top of uh, Marin's. Marin sounds like, or Marin would be like hovering over. Touch the hand. Hands. Touch the hands. Just the hand. Did Touch. you wash your hands? Yes. All right, then I kind of like, oh, I very oh. lightly with like my fingertips, touch his hand. Okay, yes, I put my claw, furry, eh, padded hand onto the hand pile enthusiastically. All right. all right, then. Cool. All right. At the end, all right, and then one, say it together Orcapod. Uh, Orc, wait, what? Is that what we're called? Yes. Orcapod. Do, you guys, do on... you guys remember being called that? I'm the I, one who named it. I don't know, but they sound terrifying and monstrous. And I guess that's a good deadly, point. Deadly, so does, does Luna know. say it with me? Yes, Orca Pod. Yay! Oh, Orca Pod. Uh, Orca Pod. Yeah. Yep. Sounds like some sort of 
weird orc mutant mix of a plant. Actually, they evolved from wolves. It's pretty it's, it's true. What um, is anyway. What's a wolf? No. <laughs> okay. It's, it's an a, orcopod. It's, uh, I'll show you one day. All right. So um, I want, uh, as Steven, I want to get our guest in our group. So, but I wanted to tell, I wanted to go up to Velcor 4. And- so um, you guys uh, go ahead and proceed uh, to go up to the Valcor 4, as yeah. you so do. Yeah. Uh, I will tell you right now, without much effort, they will dismiss you. And uh, they're not really into going down into the depths of uh, something terrible. And they know they're not supposed to. I look at Valcor and I says, ah, clearly you're just a bitch. Uh, perhaps it might be so, but I'm a, a live bitch. If you want to go down and get yourself killed, then you're most welcome to do so, my scaly friend. Listen uh, here, I, I think I think you guys... I, why are you here to not learn about... to have You, you clearly just got in here for money, and you didn't have the guts to be invited. What are you talking about? We all received invitations, that's how you get here. Yeah, your daddy probably bought you in. Um, question. Can I do a thing? What thing? Uh, my, uh, Echo Knight thing. Okay. Mm. Okay, I I would just like to poof my Echo Knight beside me and uh, just say, "Eh, we've already been down there before, and look, I got a neat magical thing out of it. That's what you did. It's really Um, not that dangerous, so long as you're not an idiot while you're going down there and leave at the first sign of trouble. Give me a persuasion, Mm. Okay, uh, allow me to... Ah, this this is the first roll I have done all game. Yes. All right, dice, do not let me down. I am putting my all my faith into you. Uh, roll my dice. Um, okay, let's see. What's my persuasion? Um, what is it? Ten. Ten. Excellent. Um, uh, wait, can is Luna giving us a help action? Uh, or only are, for me? Are you, uh, Luna? Are you helping promote these uh, students to go down into the death trap? We need meat shields. Come on. <laughs> no, I want. I want to actually get some. I want to. I want to do is see about gaining as much uh, force as possible to help us down. Luna wants to ask if. There was a way to help uh, the person underneath uh, the in Argon. What was it called again? I forget the Argon. Yeah, the person who was trapped in the dungeon. She's saying that uh, maybe there's a way or someone who could help us uh, uh, help them get out. Well. To be completely honest, that's a cool power, but I'm, I think we're all quite satisfied with what we're learning. Now, toodaloo, toodaloo, off you go. Listen here, you son of a bitch. I'm giving you an option. You want to, you think you're such hot shit? Prove it. Talk, talk, um, talk Miss, walks. Listen, Mr. Toxically cash. Masculine, we're, we don't have time for you. Goodbye. I'm not toxically masculine. I'm just masculine. Uh, can I hold Kazuma back? Uh, hold me back, Bright Claws. Bright Claws okay. will hold it back, despite being like 
only literally like i'm literally i'm literally like a foot taller than bright um (laughs) i'm going to use my uh i'm gonna have my echo just kind of uh, sit on my shoulders to uh, give me <laughs> give you an extra boost. Yes. Nice. Well, I'll say that uh, you know, Bright Claws and Luna, you guys kind of have to haul Kazuma away, but the Valcor Four is not interested. Get a bunch of bitches, and then I, I turn to Tim's team. I relax. Like, I like turn that we go to the Tim's team and be like, we tell them the same thing, but a lot, lot nicer because of. Just fair enough. Because I'm telling them as straight up, like we might. I think Argon's alive, and we we should save him. Um, so it will be Kablorklathon that's actually speaking for the group. And says, "Well, that's quite the uh, that's quite the proposition there, but I don't know. This place sounds pretty dangerous. If uh, you've got okay. all, all that, we've already on. been there before. We already yeah. been there, and we lived. Yes, I even uh, got cool yeah. powers." Well, you guys can give me a persuasion check at advantage, then. Yes, the power of actually being friends with people. I got a 12. All right, 13. 12 total. I got an unnatural 20. Oh. 14 plus... Um, you have 5. 14 plus 5 is 17. 19. 19, all right. <clears throat> so uh, they look at each other. And Tim speaks and says, well, you guys seem pretty trustworthy. So, uh, you know what? Why not? Just name a time and we'll, if we get the time, we'll try. But we got to concentrate on our studies because that's the most important. I, that's the thing is, we developed the power we got from here to go down there at the end of, this, of, this, of the year. Oh, okay. That kind of works, actually. Yeah. Valcor 4 doesn't want to do this because he's a, and he turns into like, he's a kind of a bitch. Well, that's and, not very nice. Well, you know, you gotta respect what everybody thinks, Kazuma. Listen, being an adventurer means you also kind of have to put your neck out. And maybe if we save them, we will be the hot. We'll be the listen. We'll be the hot dogs here. We'll be the king of the campus. Well, I, I don't know. I Tim, I think you're my you're one of my best friends here, right? Yeah, and I, yeah, and I will not listen. Anything you guys get, your team gets, you guys keep it. Fantastic. All right. Well, with yeah. those words, you can definitely convince them. So, uh, you, yeah. congratulations. You've convinced the Baldabach. And I say this loud enough to let Valcor for, like, kind of like here, like, if they win anything, they keep it. This, cool. I want to see, I want to put that seed in their brain and might not win the persuasion right away, but maybe kind of just get them to be like, oh, like, think over it. Indeed. But maybe. Yeah. We can't tell from here, but the night wanes on, and eventually, you guys, uh, it is bedtime, so you guys can go down for the next day. I would like to know, though, when you guys eventually do go to sleep for the night, uh, are you like just going to put away the uh, cylinder in like a chest or something? Do you have it on you at all times? What's the dealio there? I will, I will put it under my pillow. Okay. And are you going to leave it there? Uh, I'm going to see if I can fiddle with it a little bit every day. Okay, like, but otherwise you just kind of like make sure nobody gets it down in the yeah. pillow? Well, between the bed frame and the mattress. Yep. And like behind my head. And then I want to wake up early to go down to the administration area. Okay. Well, uh, we will kind of pass by that and do all that off screen. Because uh, 
the next day is a pretty normal school day for the rest of you guys. Uh, however, Luna and Marin, you know that it is time for you guys' first stint on guard duty in the Monster Zoo tonight. Ah, uh, yes. Guard duty? Uh, well, janitors, more of. Um, Xena, so that you are aware, the Academy has a large monster zoo that comprises of many portals uh, down in the basement, basically. Uh, and Luna and Marin will basically be doing janitor duty down there. So, you guys, uh, the day passes on as a normal school day, but eventually, once the moon starts to rise, uh, Luna and Marin. Uh, you guys show up at the Monster Zoo, and you see Val Irwin, the uh, ranger who's kind of the uh, main assistant of of uh, Master Huntar. Uh, she will tell you, like, all right, you know, this is how we do things. Both of you guys take a pendant. Make sure you don't lose it, or else you're stuck in the portals. Uh, here's the registration book. Uh, it's your first time, so you don't really have to worry about it. Uh, but we got a dwarf named uh, Neelan. And an Eric Cocker named Swift, who are also students working here. Talk, talk to them or me if you need anything. Uh, yeah, just make sure nothing happens and you're all good. All right. That was easy enough. Yeah. So the rest of the night basically comprises of you two walking around, feeding the monsters, making sure all's good. As you are doing so, I would like you to make three separate perception checks. So we'll do the first one for each of you, then the second one, then the third one. Okay. So the first one, I'll have you guys make. That 20! Oh! 22. Okay. So as you guys are walking around, uh, you guys hear some numerous footsteps throughout the, uh, the echo throughout this large space. Of course, there's already a couple of people in here uh, that you know of, you know, Swift and uh, Vel and all the others. Well, all the others, I mean the dwarf, Neelan. Uh, but it does, it does. These guys are security guards slash janitors? Basically. So who bought the donuts this round? Uh, it was Neelan. Oh, good. Neelan's the bro then. Yeah. Uh, but you hear numerous footsteps kind of run around suddenly and then they dissipate. All right. Are we able to chase down these footprints or? Were they more uh, vague? They were fairly vague because this is a very large space, so it echoes quite a lot. Um, if you guys want to walk around, because uh, you got such good perception, you find that the they occurred, seemingly occurred near the entrance. And you see uh, Neil in there, the dwarf, just kind of hanging out. All right, yeah. I'll go up to him and ask him, like, uh, hey, you didn't see anything around here, did you? thought I heard something. Uh, no, we just had a student come through here. Um, haven't seen much of him, but he seemed fine. Uh, otherwise, nothing out of normal. Might have been them then. Yeah, yeah, some, uh, some tiefling guy, I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. All right, I'll, I'll head back. Okay, second perception checks for both of you. Teen plus... Perception. If you're not proficient in it, you just add a one because you're a bard. What's my perception? Uh, that will be with. Yes. Right below one. Uh, Plus one. nature. 
No 15. Okay. Nat 1. So uh, 4 overall. All right. Uh, Luna, Marin, you are completely distracted in the portal that you saw the unicorn. Uh, oh, so drawing are, so hard right now. Yeah, you can't. Uh, so you're going to miss this third perception check that we're going to do here. But uh, you're trying to find the unicorn, and it does not approach you. You wander around its glade, nothing. But Luna, you make a realization that you haven't seen Vel in a while. Like, you've seen her throughout the night just kind of pattering around, doing regular janitor stuff. But you haven't, you have not seen her at all in like a good hour. Sound good? Mm hmm. Do you do anything? Or you're just kind of walking around and you look for her. I want to look for Marin and see if somebody else has seen her as well. All right. You eventually, over time, find Marin in the glade. Uh, he, he looks a little distraught with the uh, lack of unicorn, but you're there with him. Yeah. Hi, man. How are you doing? Not great. The unicorn won't approach me. It's just like, and he just starts like grumbling to himself, like, "Oh, damn, God, I, I just, oh, man." He's got like his book and his uh, pen in his hand. He's all ready to start drawing again. He's just like, "Oh, he's all disappointed now." Oh. What's the point of even being here, man? So you anyway, got the yeah. job hoping that you'd be able to sketch uh, animals? Well, yeah. It's like it's like all I came here for. Oh, also, I saw some footsteps. Do you think you've seen any? I heard those footsteps, too. But uh, the uh, dwarf that we're working with had mentioned that um, it was just another student walking by. Um, you see, hear anything else or anything? You're not going to comfort him or anything? No, not really, though. Uh, do you need any uh, assistance finding a unicorn? No, I'm just going to give up on that. Maybe I'll come, I'll come back next time. Okay. So uh, you guys exit out of the portal. Um, you guys exit out of the portal. Uh, because Luna went to get you, Marin, you guys can both make this perception check. Uh-huh. Plus one, five, seven. Cool. So uh, you guys don't notice anything as you're walking around. Uh, however, as you are going around, which of you has the highest passive perception? I have 13. Okay. Uh, and Luna, what do you have for your passive perception? It'll be on your sheet. Uh, so that'll be 11 for you then, uh, for your passive so as you're going around uh, Marin, you notice something weird. You notice uh, a couple of footsteps, like they are so faint, only kind of like your elven abilities would have ever been able to see them. You, uh, you realize that there's like a set of like four or so footprints leading up to Harold's portal. Oh, there's a set of footprints. Like, okay. Several, at least four individuals. Oh, okay. Um, Harold, isn't that, that was a lich, right? That was the doppelganger. Oh, the doppelganger. Okay, okay. Um, all right, I'll go uh, poke my head in, give give him a visit, see if everything's a-okay. All right, you going with him there, Luna? Yeah, I'll, I'll let her know what I found and invite her along. 
Uh, so you two enter Harold's portal. Uh, but where you normally would expect, like, Harold's big library study, uh, you see signs of a struggle. Uh, oh. The uh, whole desk is turned over. There are books everywhere. Uh, it looks like there was a fight. There's a little bit of blood on the ground. Okay. Oh, dear. I think we should tell someone about this. And you see that the a very faint trail of blood leads into the bedroom. Um... I'm gonna take a firm grasp on my uh, on my uh, was it a necklace that let us lets us go through? Yes. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold on to that tight. I'm gonna try to approach uh, where the where the blood leads into the bedroom. All right. You go in and you see. So this is a very lavish, very aristocratic bedroom. Evidently, that they crafted for Harold in his uh, kind of home prison. But on the bed, you don't see Harold, a doppelganger. You see a tiefling dressed in simple garb, uh, lying unconscious on the bed. And you think you see a foot sticking out from under the bed. Okay. Is the foot moving at all, or is it just... No, it is not. Okay, well, first, I want to check the pulse of the tiefling. The tiefling is alive. You think you can stir him just with a little bit of a shake. Okay, I won't do that yet. I'm going to check on the foot. I'm going to look under the bed. Uh, you find Vel bound, unconscious, and gagged. Okay, yeah, I'm going to focus on that first. I'm going to try to wake them up. Uh, wake up Vel? Yes. Okay, do you, uh, do, you, uh, do you have any heals at all? Um, no. Okay. I would like you to do a medicine check then. Okay. You literally have a healer with you. Oh yeah, Luna can also do that. Luna, oh, yeah, would yeah, you yeah. Luna's with me. Yeah. Luna, would you like to give some heals? Yes. Okay. Uh, you don't have to roll necessarily, but you cast cure wounds, and you see Vel suddenly her eyes shoot open. She violently wiggles around, and then sees that it's you two, and goes, mm, 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 mm. I take off the gag, but then I like hush and I point at the bed and that someone unconscious right there. What's going on? Oh, fucking mate. Oh, I got fucking jumped by three people, mate, with masks. And she checks her neck and says, fuck, they stole my necklace. Harold's escaped. Oh, okay. Uh, Do you know who this is on the bed? Actually, no, I don't. Who's this fucker? All right. At this point, I'm gonna I'm gonna stir this tiefling awake. Milo, you are quote unquote awoken by a half elf wearing a curious large hat and a blue dragonborn. Uh, 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 yeah. You there? What are you doing in the zoo? Uh, I uh. Oh God! Come on, Milo. Think of something. Uh. Milo.exe stopped being. Um, I was, uh, God, what should I say to this? All right, well, what are you doing on the bed, at least? Well, I was unconscious. I, oh, wait, no, I remember. I was, uh, jumped by some guys. Yeah, that's what happened. Uh, this, this Milo here, does he have a pendant on? He does. Where'd you get that? 
Wait. So um. Oh, that's uh, from the. Is it from that thing you gave me? The mission. Yes, part of it. On, uh, uh, the teethling. Yeah. So um, you've you've uh, Milo, you uh registered in as per normal. That tiefling that you guys put together that that tiefling that uh Neelan saw probably this guy who uh logged in and registered properly as a normal student. Oh, I see. Uh, yes, I. Uh, yeah, I registered in this school. Uh, yeah. All I right. Properly. My name is Ms. Milo Chris. Uh, wait. Oh, God. Should I say my normal name or should I just like say a fake name? That's up to you. That's up to you. Right. My name is Milo Chrysos. Uh, nice to meet you. Marin Marcus. Pleasure. And I, like, shake his hand and at the same time help him up out of the bed. Well, Marin, uh, what are you doing here? I'm working here. I'm the guard, but something seems to have gone awry. Oh, really? Tell me more. Well, I wouldn't think I would have to since you're involved. Oh, well, indeed I am. Yeah, you sure are now. Uh, there was a changeling in this in this uh, little uh, room here. This was his bedroom, and you're lying in his bed. This changeling is now missing, and has stolen, I point to the dwarf, this, uh, this dwarf's locket, which allows you to enter and exit these rooms. Huh. That's strange. The, um, <clears throat> you also, uh, you see uh, Vel dig around in her pocket a little bit. It's like, hold, hold on. I think I think they left something on me. And she protrudes a note. All right. Um, I'll take a peek at the note. The note says the following. Now I will claim my vengeance. You can never keep me locked away for here forever. Now all the Academy's gold will be mine. Signed, Harold. Ah. Did somebody say gold? Not your gold. Uh, Why would somebody want all the gold? A lot of gold. Nivelle says, well, fuck, mate. You know, the, the Academy's got a big treasure vault somewhere under the mountain. I don't even know where, but Harold's been here for over ten years. He might know where it is. He's a professional burglar, after all. Doesn't sound too good. I'm gonna... Uh, I'm gonna talk to this Milo again and just say, um, you you haven't seen this uh, changeling before, have you? This Harold? Uh, no. I don't know what changeling you're talking about. A uh, doppelganger. Oh, doppelganger. Right, right, right. Milo. Um, yeah, so, <clears throat> Milo, you, uh, quote-unquote, uh, came in here, uh, you did see some suspicious folks, uh, you might say, uh, Going into this room. Going into this room, huh? Well, going in through the portal to get to to what is Harold's prison. It's a suspicious fellow. I, huh? I. Oh yes, yes. I have seen some very suspicious folk. I heard they were trying to steal stuff from the uh, uh, museum. Yeah, sounds about right. This museum does have some. Valuables, I suppose. Well, it's yes. very difficult. It, it would be extremely difficult to steal from it, but 
given the Herald's professional burglar. Who knows? Ah, uh, yes, yes. Uh, well, uh, we could, uh, maybe, ooh, we could go to the museum just so that we could protect the stuff in it. How about that? I, I want to check on the, see if there's a trail that would lead to anybody else. Okay, you want to make a survival check? Yes. See if you can follow a trail? 18. Oh, wow. You, uh, so it seems that, uh, one of these people had some mud or dirt or something out from outside on one of their boots. Uh, and you follow it all the way down through the zoo, out the portal, into a grate that you notice has been taken off its hinges. Hmm. I wouldn't tell Marin that. Oh, shit. Okay. This seems like something I might need to tell Barthanax. This seems like a pretty big deal. Who would I tell about this? Would it? Would I tell who's who's the uh, who's in charge of the the zoo? Uh, that would usually be Master Huntar and Vel. Okay. Uh, in that case, when I can, I'm gonna let Master Huntar know of the situation of the breakout and how they escaped like through the grate and um, probably tell uh, Barthanax the same given that they might rob the museum. Okay. Also, as a security guard as profession, you should write a th- you should also make sure you have every t- bit of time stamp on it there. And we don't have watches or clocks. A gnome didn't make a clock in the walls or anything? Nope. No? We don't have clocks in Faerun? Not some places. But either, otherwise, regardless, you guys can go out. You find that this yeah, this grate is, uh, as I said, unhinged. And you can go approach. Uh, you can grab Vel a new pendant because hers was stolen. And uh, get out. And Vel looks absolutely fuming, this little gnome lady. Uh, and says, let's check the fucking book. And why do I give that accent? Let's check. Let's check the book. See if we uh, see if we got something weird. Otherwise, I want the rest of you to uh, check out the whole space and see what we saw. I don't know what the hell's going on, but if Harold's out, that's bad business. Uh, I'm also going to keep uh, Smilo fairly close to me. I don't want them running off. They're still a bit of a suspicious character. So. Uh, what do you guys do now, apart from, you know, do the regular paperwork to report this? I'd like to do the normal paperwork. <laughs> um, other than the normal paperwork, I do want to... I guess, like, the paperwork, would that make its way up to Barthanax? Like, would he know about the potential museum robbery? If you want to note that and be like, hey, yo, the museum's probably going to be robbed, I think yeah. note... I'll make a specific note of the treasury and the museum. Like they seem to be prime targets. Okie doke. I wanted to... Do dragonborns have good hearing? Uh, not especially abnormally good hearing. Um, <clears throat> but your senses are like most creatures. Do I uh, hear... Do I hear uh, uh, Dennis talking? Um, no, I say, I will say that, uh, you do not. I think that's more of a, an inner monologue. <laughs> so yeah, uh, you guys kind of just report and, uh, there's nothing else you want to do up in this space. Just kind of 
your shifts are just about ended if you want to just catch some Z's for tomorrow. I think we've we've done what we can when we've written our reports to probably the best degree that we can, but what are we going to do with Milo? What's what's the deal with that? Uh, Neelan will say that, oh yeah, that's the guy that registered into the book. Um, so he, he vouches for Milo that, oh yeah, that's that's the guy that came in. He's good. Okay. Yes, I am all good. Nothing suspicious. Exactly. Nothing. Says, yeah, I think he's a he's a student here, so I mean he's he's fine, I guess. All right. Well, I mean, if you can vouch for him, I suppose nothing. It can't be too bad. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I I would I am gonna lean over and kind of whisper like a maybe keep if he ever comes back keep an eye on him. Yeah. Hey, by the way, uh, did you see the Valcord Four come in? No, I, I haven't. I haven't seen him around. You see him stroking his big bushy beard. He says, oh, that's weird. Uh, and he shows you the ledger that where they everybody registers. And you see Milo's name in there. But just above them, the last three entries are Ursula Ironjaw, Azur Pelurix, and Valcor Kalendar. Stamped just before Milo. Well, not just before, but they at least a good hour or so before Milo even showed up. Oh. Okay, in that case, um, who who's the one that got bound underneath the bed? No. Was it sorry? Vel Irwin. Vel, and that's the gnome, right? Vel is the gnome. Yes, she's the gnome assistant ranger. Okay, I think I've been saying dwarf. Um, yes. Okay, so uh, I'm gonna let Vel know. Oh no, she said Velt said that it was three people wearing masks, right? Yeah. There are okay. only three names. Alright. Yeah, if she said three and there was three before Milo here, I'm gonna add a little uh, postscript in my uh in my report saying potential suspects. Gotcha. Unless those those names. All right. So with that, after all the paperwork is said and done, uh, you guys are free from your shifts. Uh, and I guess maybe go back to bed and maybe, uh, I don't know, what are you going to do with Milo here? Are you just going to kind of leave him to his own devices, go to his dorm or take him with you? That's what I'm curious about. Yes. Presumably, if he's a student, he has his own dorm. I'm going to ask him what, what a dorm building he's in. See if it's the same as ours. Dorm building. Dorm building. Dorm building. Hmm. Oh, uh, it's, uh, uh, no, I need, oh, no, I didn't study this, this academy's map. Uh, oh, it's, uh, uh, oh, God, what? I'm not good with universities. I've never been to universities before. I don't know how room numbers work. That one over there. Uh, that one over there. And coincidentally, he points right to your guys' building. Oh, that's convenient. You can come with us, then. Uh, oh, uh, I, I would. I just need to go to the bathroom first before I, uh... Yeah, just let me go to the bathroom first, then I'll go over. Oh, well, wouldn't your dorm room have a bathroom in it? <laughs> oh, well, I, I need to go really bad. There's, there's, this one's nearby. 
Tyler, are you a security guard in a job that I didn't know of? Because that's pretty good. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, I'll, I'll I'll let him do his thing, but I'm gonna I'm just gonna walk fairly slowly and sort of keep an eye at the door of the dorm just for a little bit, just to see if they ever do walk in. Milo, you uh, so you guys go in, and uh, Marin, you hang out in kind of the entryway to the dorms for a while. Milo, what do you get up to? I go to the washroom, like I say, and, well, I have to think over how I'm going to get to the museum. That's what I'm thinking over. Having gone there before, you know it's easy enough to enter. Um, you kind of just need a... Uh, you can basically just walk up. It's closed at this time, and there'll probably be heightened security, but, uh, hey, if somebody can uh, take you in and vouch for you, uh, that might not be too bad. There are a couple of guards that might know who you are, but otherwise, uh, and there's security systems there in the form of constructs that wander the museum, but uh, it could be that security is a little weird based on uh, this new, you know, Herald escaping business. Hmm. Is there? What is? Ah, uh, no. I was gonna ask what was in the washroom. There was like a vent or something in there, but I don't think there is. So no, it's just it's literally a bucket and a button, and it prints the digitations everything away. Okay, I do business, then walk out. If it's are you are you using the men's washroom? Yes, the men's. It's just basically a trough. Ah. Uh, Okay, do business, I walk out, and then I... Uh, God, what to do next? I never play it. Okay, I, um... Okay, I... I. Oh, God, I'm trying to imagine the location. It's not... Have you been to VIU? No. Uh, actually, no, he has. I, I was with him once in, like, my first year. Uh, you, you visited him. We did like VR stuff, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I will. Uh, so I can give you a description of the campus. So the campus is on uh, a set of terraces, like rice terraces, basically five layers that go up partway this mountain. The museum is part of a large cathedral that is on the very topmost terrace. And uh, there are stairs and elevators leading up there that uh, you can take regularly. Uh, again, the museum itself is actually quite easy to get into. It's just a matter of making sure the constructs and the guards don't see you or maybe getting somebody to vouch for you or perhaps get some kind of prerequisite paperwork. Any of those approaches could probably work. Okay, I think I have an idea. I'm going to try and break in tonight. And try and break into the museum. You say I can get in easily, but thanks to these new items I got, I might be able to steal something right now. Okay, well, you can walk up the uh, terrace, uh, these giant flight of steps that you went through just the other day. Uh, and you see that it doesn't look like security has changed yet. There are still uh, guards as well as uh, constructs in the form of animated armors and swords that are either floating or walking around. Uh, Wait, this... where, what are the other guys doing? Like, he, like Marin was basically following, was walking with him. Like, is he just like ditched him no, out no. of the washroom? No, no, I, I never followed him. I was waiting in the entryway of the dorm to see if he ever showed up. Oh, okay, so you're just waiting at the dorms. It, like, okay, sorry. Oh, I thought you were waiting at the washroom. 
no, no, I'm just confirming my suspicions of this guy. Because if he never comes in the dorms, then he's probably not in the dorms, which means he's fairly suspicious. Sorry, I was confused. Yeah, all good. Um, okay, so, so this up place... the stairs close to the museum. Uh, can I roll a stealth check? You can. Uh, as I said, the security on this place looks pretty tight. Um, so it will be difficult. Okay, I got my got my twenty sided die. Let's do this. Oh, thirteen. That's pretty good. And what's your uh, modifier for stealth? Uh, is it the plus six stealth? I believe it should be. Yes. So, so that's a nineteen. Nineteen. That's pretty good. You managed to uh, sidle through the rest of these areas uh, quite all right there, Milo. Uh, you managed to uh, get through some of the uh, the guards that are just milling about. However, as you are taking cover behind one of the pillars that make up the museum, um, you notice something weird, and that's that one of the animated armors, despite the fact that you were very quiet, starts approaching your position. Oh, shit. Okay. Seems to know where you are despite your quietness. Okay. Um, is there a ledge or something I can jump onto? I need something to get a higher ground. Ah, uh, yes. The classic maneuver. Uh, if you want to make me an acrobatics check, you can try to basically get up, up on a statue or something or a, and leap up to maybe like a ledge. Okay, I got a plus four acrobatics, but I'm going to need... Do I need to roll the dice for this? Yes, you do. Okay. Eight. Okay, eight plus four equals... Is that eight total? Yeah, uh, eight plus... Wait, eight plus four is 12. Okay. So you managed to uh, start climbing uh, one of the marble towers up in here, or marble statues, more rather, to get up to a ledge. Uh... As you are doing so, though, you see the animated armor approach says, Student, this area is currently off-limits until opening hours are available. Please, get out. Well, wait, I don't have my gear with me. Uh, sorry, you, you do now have your gear with you. Oh, oh uh, can I? I'm going to use my short sword on it then. Okay. I'm gonna go going... down and stab it in its freaking neck. Let's do with this. Okay, you're just going in. All right. Yep. <laughs> Let's see. Going for the knock, just in jugular. Yeah. Let me try that. Oops. Okay, I got a four. Okay, uh, you leap at it with your short sword. It pings off of the armor. That is literally this thing. As a student, do not play around. Please vacate the premises, or else you will be arrested. <sighs> oh no, Mister Armor! I would. Well, I would really. Oh well, I'd happily oblige if it wasn't for the fact that there's some juicy treasure here that I want to steal. So, let's dance. Um, question. Crazy Eldritch Dreams, is, is that still a thing that's happening? Oh yes, don't worry, I got it. Alright, cool. So, uh, for now, I'll have you guys uh, roll initiative. Uh, by you guys, I mean 
Milo in this animated armor. Okay. 13. Okay, you are quicker than this little armor while the rest of the party sleeps. So uh, by all means, you uh, you got the jump on this thing. It's uh, it's it looks neutral to you still. It's just telling you please leave. I throw a freaking punch in its face. Okay. Wait. Oh, that's a move. Unarmed strike plus four. Okay. And I have to roll again. I'm guessing. Yes. Okay. 18. Okay, you punch it in the face. That's it. Uh, oh, oh, wait, it's a plus four. Yes, so that definitely hits. 22 damage. 22 nope. damage? No, not east. You hit, you, the, how you roll the hit the animal of the creature, then you use your hit dice to damage him. Oh. Uh, so with uh, what's your monk level there, Zenith? It's two. Two? All right. Let me just see something. I believe that's still 1d4 yep. martial arts. Yeah, damage. so you do 1d4 damage plus your strength or dexterity modifier, whatever is bigger. So you roll your d4 and see what you get. Oh. Um, you mean my four-sided dice? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It looks like a pyramid. Ah, this one. Okay. Yes. Well, I can't see you, but let's just say yes. Okay, got it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I got the three pointing upward. Great. Great. All right. Plus so your three. plus your modifier. Modifier. Yeah, your strength or dex. Yeah, yeah. Plus four. Plus four. So oh. Seven damage. Yeah. And seven damage. All right. So you smack this thing across the face. Your punches are usually pretty good. Uh, however, this thing seems to have absorbed most of your punch. Uh, it is going to, on its turn, uh, grab you. Oh, um, can you give me a... Uh, what's higher for you? Athletics or, sh- or acrobatics for skills? Uh, acrobatics is plus four, and athletics is also plus four. Okay, so uh, either one works then. Just roll a d20 and add four. D20 and add four. Oh, fuck. Two. Fantastic. Plus four. It's six. Excellent. So this thing grabs you by the throat, uh, Milo. It will casually walk out and toss you out like a stray cat. Wait, I. What was that? <laughs> Somewhere, bright claws. Just shoot. I I heard, I heard something. What was that? Um, yeah. one of the guards comes up to you, and says, "Hey, asshole! You know this is closing time. Come on, man, get out of here." Uh, uh, I'm guessing I'd like fall to the floor's floor and take some damage or uh no, he kind of just threw you out. You're just kind of on the pavement. The wind's probably knocked out of you a bit, but you're you've had better days. Oh god. Gonna have to find another way to get into that stupid fucking museum. Buddy, are you drunk or something? Closing time. And he he kind of nudges you with the end of his the not sharp end of his spear. He's like, come on, back to your dorm, get the hell out of here. 
Okay, I'm going back to the... Fine, we'll go back to the dorm. Stupid fucking... So, uh, do you go back to the dorm building there, Milo? Yes, I go back to the dorm building. All right. So apparently, um, this Milo guy, Marin, has uh, been peeing for about half an hour. <laughs> uh, before he walks into the uh, the reception area for the dorms. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm just kind of sitting in the corner, uh, uh, doing, taking some notes in my book, my uh, Marin's Marvelous Manual. And uh, yeah, he comes in, I'm like, oh, hey. Oh, man. What a, what a weird thing to see you here. I thought you were never going to show up. That's all I say to him. Yeah. Oh, that's that's no way to treat a new friend, right? I'm going to uh, approach him and ever so, not so casually, uh, throw my arm around his shoulder, like, "Hey, uh, I wonder where's your dorm room? Here, you don't, you don't, you look like you've had a rough time. Let me, uh, let me help you to your dorm room. Which one is it? It's uh, uh, fifteen floor. Oh, good shit. Uh, fifteen is a dorm room. Yeah, what what floor? One, seven. Uh, what floor are we? A million. A floor. <laughs> floor. You guys are you are on floor zero. Floor zero. Oh, uh, floor floor zero. Uh, fifteen. Fifth, right. Yeah. Does that dorm room exist? Yes, it does. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna lead him straight to that dorm room. Like, all right, Spud. There you go. All right. Uh, you uh lead him to dorm room uh zero one five. All right. I um I guess I open the door and walk in. <laughs> I don't know. Uh okay, let me let me do something here. Okay, uh you open the door. Uh Marin, you don't see who's in there, but like cuz you're kind of on the side, but you see a bunch of people go, "Hey, yeah." Uh there's a lot of what sounds like drunkenness in the room, and uh Milo just kind of gets pulled in. And the door is shut. Oh shit! All right. Well, I guess I guess in Marin's mind, that would kind of seem like he has a party who just happens to be also having a party. Um, so like that kind of checks out, I suppose. But again, thirty minutes going to the bathroom. I'm keeping my eye on this guy. I'm not. He's not out of suspicion yet. So, uh, Milo, what you do find is a party of four individuals. Uh, that are very plastered. Uh, he goes, hey, I recognize you. This is some random human dude. Is that you were on the rugby team. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, rugby. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I was. Uh, you really stuck it to them to shame that cheerleader messed everything up. Uh, yeah, 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 I did. Um, hey, uh, where's the beer located, please? Cider, anything? She takes out a large box, and when I say large, I mean, like, chest size, like, treasure chest size, and he plops it down. Holy shit. Underage drinking is pretty fucking rattled. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. We here at Beholder Our Adventure do not condone... <laughs> Um, all right. Underage. Yeah, we do not condone underage drinking. <laughs> no, we do not. Marvel sure does. 
the only type of underage condone is traveling to another country where the age limit is lower. Precisely. That's it. Precisely. That's just... I, I take a beer, open it, and just slump over to like a seat about my failure and just I uh, just get drunk. Alright, perfect. You didn't ask the most important question there. Is what? there any hot babes there? Uh, <laughs> <I am laughs> get the fuck out of my face, nerd. I am <laughs> so done. I am going... <sighs> I'm not a nerd. I'm a wizard. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever, dark face. I'm gonna get into... And then I quietly mumble to myself, I'm gonna get into that fucking music. When I do, I'm gonna steal the shit out of it. Uh, the the drunk guy who was, gave you all this music said, yeah, you do that, man. And then I drink, but I also become kind of drunk. You, 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 uh, I'm gonna get into that museum. You're, you're, ugh. Yeah, you stick it to that museum. I'm gonna, yeah. You know what? You, 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 you know what? You, you know what? I'm, 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 I'm gonna try. I'm gonna, fuck it. It was only one hit for the stupid armor. I'm gonna try again. I'm gonna fucking kill that thing. I'm gonna make a con save there. Uh, if it's thrown no. out. Uh, yeah, fuck, fuck that statue. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. <laughs> Milo, I'd like you to make a con save. A, a con save? Basically, it's a d20 and you add your constitution modifier. Constitution. Oh, okay. Oh, no. Constitution. Oh, no. Uh, this would be good. It's 11. Fantastic. Oh. Uh, so, as you recall, the constitution is zero. You, um. Oh, that's excellent. Uh. You, uh, you pass out. Ugh. So, uh, and I think that's the perfect time to end this with uh, Milo oh. passing out and uh, the rest of you guys getting a nice, calm sleep. This was, well, this is one way to introduce my character. Yeah, yep. I actually love this guy's story arc. Adventuring 101 features Amanda Stewart as Luna Sage, Ellie Luke Grayson as... Bright Claws, Tylan McElwem as Marin Makas, Robbie Thompson as the all-powerful super mega dungeon master. This episode was produced, edited, and played as the character Cosma Stephen Mercer. Check out Levi's YouTube channel down below for more of his works because he played as a great, great job as his first time as Milo Kressos down below. Does a lot of voice acting. Pretty good work. It's kind of funny. It's pretty good. Check him out. Tell him we said hi. Also, check out Sky, aka Baby Sky, and SoundCloud and YouTube. Link is also down below. Also, don't forget to check out our $5 Patreon, where you can get a chance to have your own character controlled by Robbie as an NPC or a magic item, or maybe both. If you can't afford giving us on Patreon, of course, Due to the times, I recommend just sharing it and you know tweeting it out on our Twitter. Behold our hour. That is behold our hour on Twitter, and that would be great. And visit us on Discord. We would love to definitely play some games with you, like Valheim or The Killing Floor or 
Gunfire Reborn, anything or Halo, that would be great. I would always love to hear from you guys. Check us out and please have a great and safe day out there.